Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of Coffee with Jesus. Courage under fire. I am Todd Ubley, and in this episode, we have a very special guest. She is a wife, a mother, an engineer, and author of the top-selling book, Courage Under Fire. In her book, she details her battle against breast cancer, starting with her diagnosis and continuing on through her treatment. In this episode, she will share with us how God carried her through those dark times. Please welcome Ms. Yilda Rivera. Yilda, thank you very much for coming on the show. Would you please start by telling us all a little bit about yourself? Yes. I grew up in Puerto Rico. I studied engineering. I uh, came to know uh, Jesus when I had, uh, I think it was in my teens. I studied engineering. I married my husband while we were still students. And he was also an engineering student. And at some point, you know, we decided to go back to the States. Uh, and we moved from 2010 to San Antonio, Texas. And since then, I've been uh, here. I love writing and reading. Um, so I always kept uh, cultivating that uh, passion that I had, you know, for writing. Uh, so I do a lot of journaling. And that's how I... Uh, kind of came with the book. So can you tell us a little bit about some of the background, what led to your diagnosis and, and what kind of things you were going through, what kind of emotions and thoughts were going through your head when you got that, that breast cancer diagnosis? Yeah, so when I got the diagnosis, I was recently moved to San Antonio, Texas. So my family, my friends were miles away. Uh, it was just the four of us, you know, my husband, me and my, uh, my two kids, uh, they were uh, six and eight. So immediately, you know, the, the first thing that came through my mind was uncertainty. At some point, you know, we thought that uh, the cancer was, uh, was discovered early and it was small, you know, it was something that it was gonna go away. But later, as the diagnosis kept developing, uh, we realized that it was not uh, gone, you know, that it already started spreading, that it was aggressive, you know, the highest kind. And the things were not as simple as we thought that they were going to be. So not only that uncertainty brought fear, you know, not just the fear about the diagnosis, you know, having something in your body that you don't know, you know, it might be there, it's gone, you know. And it was also the fear of loss, not being there for my kids, not being there for my family, what is going to be, you know, them. With that, God taught me, you know, I learned how to just rely on God, you know, to trust him, to know that if I knew I was in his hands and there are no better hands than his, you know, who's better hands to take care of my kids, to take care of my family, if I know better. You know, my husband and I talked about things that we never thought that we were going to talk before. And that brought a lot of worry every day. So I learned, you know, to battle worry, you know, through God's word, just holding fast to his promises. And so those were kind of the biggest battle, you know, not only dealing with the situation, uh, with the cancer treatment, not only dealing with the uncertainty, you know, that at some point I'm, I wasn't able to continue with the treatment, that battle of faith, 
So you're not only fighting the cancer, but you were fighting the worry that went along with that as well. How did this experience, how did it affect your family? How did it affect your husband and your kids? I, I would say that some, it brought us closer, definitely. At the very beginning, we were inclined to not tell the kids. You know, you know, cancer is a big word. And all they know is that people die from it at their age. So it was kind of hard to how to explain them. At some point, we thought about keeping it a secret and just navigate through the first stages and get done with it. The diagnosis came, you know, started developing. And we know that it was not just a surgery that it will take care of it, that I will going to need, you know, treatment. Then we decided to tell them, you know, to include them. It was a way for us to show them if, you know, if we rely on, on God every day, if we trust Jesus, then what it's like to trust Jesus, you know, through the, your darkest moment. So it was a way to show them uh, how to live faith. You know, that faith is not just a belief. Uh, it's something that you choose and, you know, it's, it's part of your walk, of your journey. So we shared with them. I guess started praying together more often. And it was a way for us to tell them that we're together in this, you know, that uh, we're, we're going to fight, you know. Uh, this is not just about fighting uh, cancer. Um, this is about, you know, getting your word of God, you know, the sword and your shield of faith and, and being together in this. Many times I told them, you know, I told my kids, hey, if you are afraid, um, just, you know, this, just tell me and we pray together, you know. At some point during the journey, because we were so new here in San Antonio, and, you know, Angel was just, uh, we were less than a year in San Antonio when all this happened, uh, that Angel, because he had to be with me for appointments, for, you know, treatment, and he, he had a job that I required him to travel a lot. He could no longer travel because he had to be with me. So we know that he was probably coming, so he lost his job. You know, he was let go. This is something that you cannot hide to your kids. You know, they're smaller, but big enough to know that dad goes in the morning to work and then comes back in the afternoon and suddenly right, dad is here, right. you know, with mom all the time. They knew uh, definitely what was going on. And at some point, my younger son tells me, mom, this is so bad, you know, you with cancer and then now dad lost his job. So um, at that point, you know, I, why, you know, he asked me why and, and what, you, can, you know, how you can explain that. All that I was able to tell him was, um, Angel, I cannot tell you why. All I can tell you is that God is with us and he can show us the way, you know, liter by liter. Maybe we don't know the end of the tunnel, but we have enough light, you know, enough light to take the next step. And for him, that was enough. <laughs> and even so that uh, they started, you know, um, bonding. I always told him, you know, that I told him to rely on his big brother and the same thing with his, his you know to my older son hey you know you have each other you are a family you know we have each other so at the same time you know they developed this bonding they started to put more effort to do stuff at home and they didn't see them as chores you know they saw them as they were helping they were contributing they felt important and we sometimes celebrated them, you know, <laughs> a big party or something because, you know, Anihel did this or Alejandro did this, that, you know. Uh, so it was uh, 
uh, it was a journey, you know, uh, but definitely, you know, it was God's wisdom and his wonderful peace that brought us together, you know, through this journey. You mentioned that your faith was your rock during this experience. Can you share a little bit more about the comfort that your faith brought and the comfort that God brought you? In all this storm, you know, I always see that journey like a storm. And like a storm, yes. you know, it has yes. its turbulence uh, uh, and uh, quiet, you know. And in that uh, turbulence, you know, in that stormy uh, moments, everything that was shaking, you know, sometimes you feel that your ground is no longer, you know, below your feet. And God was my rock. And I only can think, well, I can think about many verses, you know, through his word that he sustained me. And one of them is uh, in Philippians 4, uh, 6, 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So to me, I took that as a prescription for worry. You know, since I had to battle worry every time, I started turning my worry into a prayer. So you can imagine that I was praying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not just because, you know, prayer is important, just because it was my lifeline. I started seeing prayer like my lifeline. And even if I didn't have words to pray, you know, just to be in his presence meant everything. At some point, you know, I realized that it's not about what I know, what is going on around me. It was who I know. The more I get to his word, the more I get into prayer, the more I was able to experience that silence that is whisper, you know, and that peace that was sustaining me, you know, it was the peace of God, just not only guarding my heart, but my mind as well. So I, I always share that verse with, you know, with Angel, with the kids. And at the same time, Angel will keep always telling me, God is our provider. So every time that we didn't know, we couldn't make too many plans because we didn't know if tomorrow I was going to be able to do stuff or if it was going to be just, you know, too weak. Uh, we just learned to just rely on his provision and his provision was strength, you know, his provision was uh, his word, you know, his very presence guarding me. So guarding us, guiding us, you know. I love that verse that you shared from Philippians. It's it's one of my favorites and it's one I lean on quite a bit. And I think it's great that no matter what we are going through, we can bring those requests to God with thanksgiving and that peace of God which the Bible says transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds. And it's just a phenomenal promise. And it's even more phenomenal the way God keeps it. I'm really glad you shared that first, because like I said, that's one of my favorites. And I think it's, it's a great promise. And it's great when you're there and you feel God fulfill that promise for you. Can you point to any specific instances or situations where you just know that God was there? Any of these, um, for lack of a better word, these God moments? that happened during this experience, during this journey, if you will? Yeah. um, I would say that many of those God moments happened when I was either worshiping or reading, you know, uh, just with my Bible and by, you know, in silence, not knowing what to do. 
And uh, I I want to remember. Um, there's a, a, a in my book Courage Under Fire. I have a, a chapter called On the Birth of a Miracle. And what I love is that's basically all those God moments, you know, that were there. Uh, every time I had um, all my strengths left me, you know, I was just there, just repeating in my mind, I know you're here. You know, his presence meant everything. And I always remembered uh, one of those God moments was I was reading Psalm 23, which is a psalm, you know, that everybody knows. And, you know, God is my shepherd. I shall not want. And I started reading it in different versions. And in, and one of them, you know, it's it read, um, I have everything I need. God is my shepherd. I have all I need. And it was, oh my gosh, so true, you know. His presence became my everything. So every time I felt uh, uncertain, worry, fear about anything that I couldn't have control of my situation, of my diagnosis, I kept repeating, God is here. I have everything I need. All I need, I have in him. And at some point uh, in the treatment, you know, I couldn't continue the treatment because my body just couldn't recover. It was, I was starting to enter into this big bubble, what I'm going to do, you know, I'm not going to be able to finish the treatment because, you know, the doctor apparently told me we want to kill the cancer, not you. <laughs> so they stopped it. And it was like, you know, every time, even now, I, I know that I had a, I didn't have a complete cancer treatment. And sometimes, you know, every time I feel something, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, is it going to go back, come back? And so uh, all these God moments taught me how to lean on God and how to trust God with his presence. You know, he's, it's not about what I know, it's about who I know. And I kept repeating that to me because I know he's faithful. I know he's loving. I know he's there. And the same way he's going to take care of my kids, you know, uh, he's, he's taking care of me. Basically, this is uh, what I wrote about, you know, those God moments uh, that I was on the verge of a miracle. and. Uh, it reads, uh, when I think about those days, I realized that I was each day on the verge of a miracle. God was transforming all my fears and the chaos inside of me into peace. He was transforming my darkness into light. He was filling my loneliness with his presence, my pain and grief. He was transforming those into joy. In my nakedness and vulnerability, he was clothing me with his love. I was seeing his hand on me. He was making me able to walk through the waters. I was experiencing the direct intervention and the power of God in my life. To me, that was a miracle, a miracle occurring day after day after day. You know, so that was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yilda, thank you so much for, for just for coming out and for sharing this experience with us. It's, I think, a phenomenal testimony. And a great example of how God is there for us when we need him the most. And I really appreciate you just being willing to open up and to share um, about what he has done for you, Yilda. So thank you so much for, for coming on and, and for sharing that. My pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs>